And now, live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing love-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Pluck and Zach Bartles. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Gut Check Podcast. Uh, we are back, back home, Zach. Uh, yeah, back, back in the studio. Back home in the studio. Feels good to be back in the facility. Uh, somebody asked me last week, you know, about... Uh, I was on another show talking about the Gut Check uh, World Headquarters, about the offices, and they asked me about the aesthetic uh, here at Gut Check World Headquarters, and I said, uh, imagine a cross between, like, Google and uh, the Pentagon. Right. It was kind of how I described it. Just very, very high-tech, very... But less quaint. Yeah, a little bit less quaint than the Pentagon. Less welcoming, less warm, (laughs) you know. There's, yeah, well, you know, if if you want to really read a, a real in-depth description, there's a description of... I, I, I was very inspired by the Gut Check Studios when I was describing the underground bunker uh, where all the, the uh, different intelligence agencies come together in Beauty and the Mark of the Beast, mm. soon to be renamed something yeah, uh, yeah. else. And, and soon to be soon to be released, actually. Uh, again, on this other program, you can say the name of it. It's uh, like, the name of the other program is the Happy Ramp Podcast. It's another one that I'm a part of. Um, but it, it came up. Often, gut check projects come up on the other podcast, and uh, the guys asked me when uh, this book would be released, and I, I put a rough estimate of one to three months. But I, I think we can get it to the market uh, even faster than that because we're almost done. Yeah, yeah, that that, that sucker will be out soon, and then everybody who bought it before, yeah. Oh, that, that's irrelevant because nobody bought it before. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, moving right along, let's uh, let's get into the meat of the program, as it were. All righty, all right. Um, one of the things we do on this uh, on this program on this podcast is uh, the energy drink review. That's the sound of uh, ice tinkling in a in a tumbler here at Gut Check World, and uh, I have in front of me uh, an energy drink by Rockstar with a lot of. There's a lot of copy. There's a lot of writing on the can today, and it's called Rockstar Sparkling Energy. Uh, cherry citrus with other natural flavors. Oh. And then it says natural caffeine. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not synthetic caffeine. Yeah, this yeah. is the natural Because everything about this just says natural. It screams natural. That looks like, you know, the last time we had a rock star, it was, it was a while ago, and you said it tasted like tennis shoes. That looks like the design from a box of tennis shoes. It really know. does. I, I thought it looked kind of like the design of a... Like an anime program, you know, like a, like a guy who <laughs> like you drink that and then you start yeah, flying. You drink around that the and room. then you get a really pointy nose and you start giant flying eyes. around. The, yeah, giant eyes and you fly around the room. So I was just going to try and say something sort of like an, an anime character, and I realized yeah. it would come off very racist. It's, no it's matter okay. my yeah, intention. we can't do that. Uh, so why don't you get it? Get a little nose. On All this. right, yeah. That, you know what that smells like to me What's initially? That? Uh, it smells like the standard issue punch bowl. Mm. ladled into a, a styrofoam cup punch that we used to have at my church growing up. You know, you're right. It actually kind of reminds me of 7-Up, which reminds me of being deathly ill as a child. Oh, you had 7-Up? 7-Up and when you, saltines. Yeah we, yeah, we never had saltines, but yeah, whenever I, when I, when I have 7-Up just as a beverage, I think yeah. I taste a little vomit with it because my, yeah. my formational... Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, exactly. All. Yeah, you get sick and the folks you know race off to the grocery store to bring back... You know, a two liter of Seven Up and some saltines. And then is- you see, like on those lists on the internet, which is my like least favorite thing, but yeah. I have to read them. Yeah. That uh, everyone who grew up in Michigan always had ginger ale, Verner's ginger ale. Yeah. I don't know anyone who had Verner's when they were sick. Yeah. I always had Seven Up. My wife had Coke syrup. Oh. Not Coke. Not no bubbles in the stomach to calm the stuff. Just not just yeah. the syrup mm. that would make me throw up. Oh yeah, that sounds awful. 
Uh, well, without further ado, let's uh, let's pour the drink. This is what that sounds like. Wait, what does it sound like when you open it? Uh, it sounds like other cans that we've opened on this program <laughs> in the past. So there we go. Boy, that's too much. I, I'm going to be up all night now. It's only like you want that much? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Top me off, boy. Okay, top you off. There we go. Uh, a little bit more, please. A little later. Sorry. Come on. Okay, so this is Rockstar Sparkling Energy. Let's uh, let's raise a toast. Cheers to uh, to the Gut Check Empire and to the to the new Rapture novel. Mm. I'm going straight church basement Harfs Hall. That's what we called it. Okay. Harfs Hall. Uh, punch. This is this tastes like after a children's musical. Or like a cantata in the evening or afternoon. This yeah. is I'm I love it. Really good, yeah. good. Yeah, see, I'm I'm getting straight seven up here. This is this really? is childhood illness for me. Well, the the base of every you know church or or usually family gathering punch is going to be seven up. I think. Yeah, that's right? true. Then you put some like Daglo sherbet in it. Daglo sherbet and it kind of floats around in there sadly, yeah. and <laughs> and then turns into like a foam that no one wants. And the kids get it all over their shirts, and it's uh. Why does everyone just? Stop doing that, please. Just put out a two-liter of Seven Up. Exactly. Skip the skip the middleman. Uh, well, this was fun, Zach. What uh, what else do we have on tap today on the program? Well, you know, we were going to pull out. We haven't talked much about our most popular book in recent in recent podcasts. Well, other than the whole the entire time we were Tim, at yeah, Tim's. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't read from it then. Okay. And uh, I've got here a section called uh, cigars and pop culture. Oh, I love it. One of my favorite sections. I'm going to read, I'm going to read one of these uh, sections, and maybe you could read the next. Okay. I'm going to read like the it. one from Mad Men. I love we, it. we were just discussing the role that uh, that cigars play in, in a lot of the, the pop culture we like to consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, from the very first line of dialogue, this show is enveloped in a cloud of mid-century smoke. We'll forgive the fact that it's mostly cigar-et smoke, mm-hmm. because these 60s... Uh, 60s-era Madison Avenue players keep their cigarettes in metal cases and light them with monogrammed lighters. Still, the men of Sterling Cooper and whoever else know that when you need to celebrate landing that big account or winning an advertising award, the only way to go is to light up a fine cigar and pour a glass of... Oh, who are we kidding? These guys already had a glass of something in their hands. And you know what it probably wasn't? What? Rockstar. Rockstar. Uh, sparkling Energy. Sparkling yeah. Energy. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to read... Uh... I'm going to read a, a paragraph here, an entry on Downton Abbey, uh, which, you know, we're, Downton Abbey is going to be, I think, a, a, an ongoing part of this program. Uh, as it long fits, as it fits right in, Ted. as long as Downton's on the air, yeah, it does fit right in because uh, one of the things that Zach and I discovered pretty early on is that we're both big fans of uh, the PBS Masterpiece Classics program, Downton Abbey. Uh, so I'm going to read you this uh, segment from the book, and then that's going to dovetail nicely, I think, into a discussion uh, of all things Downton. Here we go. That was a great segue into the segue. The segue into the segue into the segue. <laughs> the segue behind the segue. Here we go. You, you may think it's a bit er, iffy for two guys of our stature to spend hours discussing the British costume drama Downton Abbey. We do this on a regular basis, but we also box in the ring in Ted's basement, and Zach carries a handgun. Okay, this isn't sounding any better. And you're right in thinking that Freud would have a field day with all of this, including the cigars. <laughs> Nevertheless, was there ever a show that more effectively glorifies the act and ethos of cigar smoking? The ethos of, of course, being snobby elitism and conspicuous consumption. (laughs) There is a solemn ritualism in the way the Crawley men retire to the drawing room for cigars and brandy, all of which comes from a large, properly humidified stash of fine smoking and drinking materials, retrieved by a staff of footmen, valets, and servants. I mean, really, Lord Grantham should just roll up the British equivalent of a $100 bill 
and smoke that. Um, great, great stuff uh, from us, actually. Yeah, uh, from, I, love, I love us. From, I love us, too. From a clever book that we wrote with our words called The Christian Gentleman's <laughs> Smoking Companion. This one retails for eleven ninety five, uh, but it's probably cheaper on Amazon, and you can, uh, you can grab one on there. People are surprised that we have no control over the price on Amazon. Yeah. When it's selling well and they think they can sell it even better, they'll, they'll drop the price. And I don't, yeah, I don't think that's been full price in a long time because that, yeah. that puppy is still selling. It's a handsome volume that you'll want uh, on any end table. Or, uh, or bookshelf uh, near your cigars or pipes. Uh, just a beautiful book. Zach, you did a great job on the cover. Um, uh, Spurge. Talk about that a little bit. Talk about that, that Spurgeon illustration. Well, that's the, 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 uh, here, here's the story behind this, the uh-huh. illustration. I said I'm going, to, I'm going to do a line drawing, maybe three color, color it in uh, of a picture, a photo mm-hmm. of Spurgeon smoking. Because I knew I had seen one of him smoking a cigar. Yeah, yeah. He's well known for for there's, there's there's story after story in here about you know Spurgeon and his smoking. Yeah. There is no actual extant picture of him smoking a cigar. Interesting. Well, when you think about when he lived in the 19th century, yeah. the smoke would have just ruined the picture because True. you know it's very difficult to get a, a good picture of something moving like that. True. Um, and, and I had one in my mind. It turns out it was just a picture on Spurgeon.org. Mm-hmm. Phil Johnson had, uh, he's, he's like a master of uh, Photoshop. Right. And he had taken a picture where he was just kind of sitting thoughtfully with his fingers in a way that looked like mm-hmm. there might have been a And, and he sure. just stuck a cigar in there. I love and it. And then he created the smoke. And so, obviously, I wasn't going to steal uh, Reverend Johnson's photo. So I just mm-hmm. uh, did that myself, sort of, with a different picture of him all portly. And he, yeah. was, he was actually on a, pic, uh, a chair made out of, like, Knurled wood and and like antlers, really? oh, yeah, I love yeah, it. like some like lodge. Yeah. and instead I put him in a big luscious like leather armchair. Now this leather armchair looks like it could be at Downton Abbey, um, which is what I want to talk about right now. Oh, I, I want dude. us to talk about the program because I nice. feel like there's so there's so much to say this season, and uh, and that's true of every season. I mean, this program has really taken us on an emotional journey through uh, that time and place. So uh, Zach, I want to hear you talk about it, and then I'll. I'll uh, fill in as well. Well, here, here's my thought. And did you saw last night's episode? I did not actually. I'm one episode behind. Oh, so. oh man. How do you watch it? Uh, I watch it on PBS.org. Uh, unless we catch it, we happen to be home Sunday night at nine. Then we okay. watch it. Uh, we watch it live. Okay, reform types are are out probably doing something pious on Sunday evening at nine, having like our third church uh, service <laughs> of the day. You know, or graduation from from this quarter of yeah. of uh, catechism for the kids or something. Exactly. Uh, well, let me tell you what you missed. I'm not going to give away any plot okay. uh, no, elements okay. because yeah. there weren't any plot elements. You know what? I've noticed that they've been doing that this season. It runs about every other episode that they. Have an app where a ton of things happen, and then they have an app after it where nothing happens, and that was definitely true of of a couple of episodes ago. So yeah, I feel like this whole ser- season rather has been, or they would say series, I think mm-hmm. in uh, in England, um, which ironically I just kind of have some disdain for all this stuff on one yeah. level, and then yeah. I'm fascinated with it on the other. Sure, um, but uh, here's every episode. Mm-hmm. Branson's like, I don't know if I belong here or if I should go back to blowing Dude, yeah, up churches. I'm tired of that, man. Yeah. I'm and tired of old Brant. Here's you know? his only his only card. He looks like a extra handsome Sean Astin, or a, a handsome Sean Astin. 
Kind of a little almost chubby. Yeah. Like, almost beefy, but you're right. He looks like a poor man Sean Ash. That's why all the women want him to stay. Yeah. They've written him in awkwardly, like, so that he didn't leave when his wife died. Yeah. We bo- a moment of silence. Oh, for It's sad. not because she's one of the hottest actresses to ever work. That, Absolutely that we don't, not. We're that not we're that sad. shallow. Right, yeah. It's because yeah. she, you know, she wore the pants that one yeah. time and did yeah. all that really brave stuff. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Branson says you know, that. Then uh, then some, some guy sniffing around uh, Cora. Oh yeah, that, that guy. came to a head. Let's talk dude, about that. That came to head. a head last week. I loved that. Came to that guy's head. Yeah, a sucker yeah. punch. Dude, oh. let, let, let's talk about Lord Grantham because I, I feel like for me this this episode, this set of episodes, this season, uh, I've been really, I felt really burdened, I guess, for Lord Grantham in the sense that <laughs> all this a very Christian way to put that exactly. All this stuff's happening around him. Like he has to deal with that crazy Miss Bunting coming over for dinner all I the time can't and running stand her yap. Yeah. Dude, did she come back this week? No, she's Good. Gonsville. I hope man. she's Gonsville from the entire program. You know program. what? He wanted one thing, and he wanted it passionately. And that was yeah. for her to leave that house. For her to leave the freaking house, man. <laughs> and finally she did. I wish right? he would have sucker punched her. I wish that... They should have a thing where he sucker punches someone every episode. Like how Kenny dies every time on yeah. uh, South Park. I don't watch South Park, but I, I'm familiar yeah. with that. Yeah, Or like how that one guy from downstairs kills someone pretty much every episode. <laughs> Mr. Bates. I love Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates kills yeah. somebody. Yeah. Uh, Lord Grantham sucker, sucker punches, punches somebody, somebody every episode. Then Branson wonders it. if he belongs there yeah. or not. Ooh, ooh, do I belong here? <laughs> I mean, I like all the nice stuff. But... <laughs> no, you know, I, I back to what I was saying. I was really feeling for Lord Grantham because he was he was dealing with all this stuff. You know, maybe having to like sell off Pip's Corner for a little like uh, I don't know memorial, and he was feeling weird about that. And then he had that that lady showing up to dinner all the time and ruining his dinner times. Doesn't and... know whether he wants to take his field and turn it into like a subdivision. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. Well, dude, and then finally, this guy, this art dealer, uh, starts hanging around Cora, uh, makes some uh, inappropriate uh, overtures, and uh, and he snapped. Man, Lord Grantham snapped. Beat the jack out of this guy, sent him packing the next morning. That was a really odd fight, though, because everybody was in, like... That guy was in his, like, pajamas. He was in his PJs. And then then the fight immediately went to the bed. Yeah. And there was a rolling around on the bed. On the bed, yeah. And and I was like, this... I I want this cut to commercial. And then I realized they don't have commercials. And then then after the awkward fight was over, and the guy kind of, like, walked out, like, sheepishly... Yeah. Like then his wife tried to play it off like nothing. She's like, "Oh, yeah. what a night! What a, what a crazy huh? night! Oh my goodness! What a crazy night!" Meaning the fact that you just beat a guy up and tumbled around <laughs> on her bed with that guy. Isn't that silly? Isn't that a silly night? <laughs> Dude, that show is the best, man. It's crazy. So that guy's gone. Did he come back? Uh, no, and that guy's in this week's app. No, no. Okay, you know, you know what happened? Actually, Bates pushed him in front of a yes. Uh, Rail car and, and he died. Yeah. So, dude, now talk to me. What's happening with the Bates narrative, man? But, are the are the cops getting closer to? Are you all right with a spoiler? I am. All yeah. right, and and and, and, and uh, listener, if you yeah. are not all right, oh, are we kidding? The overlap, the Venn diagram overlap of like the gut check <laughs> army and Downton Abbey is you and me, you me and our and wives. probably Frank yeah. Turk, but he'll never admit it. Exactly. So, um, he says he didn't kill the guy. Okay. He he swears it, and and the the train ticket that they burned. Yeah. It actually hadn't been torn, so it was proof that he didn't go to London. Fascinating. Yeah, that's that wow. is fascinating. Here's the other thing. Okay. Confirmation that that uh, Edith's annoying uh, newspaper man uh, oh, or yeah. publishing guy uh, is dead. Okay. Edith gets all additionally sad. Somehow, even like just like more repulsive. Dude, is, he, is her, Edith her ever not sad yeah. in any episode? No. No. Okay. 
So no, you, you get this, man. So she she's all mad at everybody that they're not sad. Oh right, of course. She bolts. She takes her kid from that cottage no. and bolts. Oh baby, you're I, killing me. I feel a little bit. I feel like we should be boxing while we talk about this to make up for the fact that we're talking about this. Just embrace it, man. <laughs> Just keep going. Keep digging. All right. Now here's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. Isis is sick. Isis is the dog. Okay. Oh no. And and yeah, Isis. They kept they, they they teased it a little bit this week. And 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 I thought what was going to happen was dude, Lord Grantham is going to lose it if that is, dog dies. He's going to sucker punch. Like, he's going to sucker dead punch. Dog. <laughs> Live. Oh, that's horrible. I thought that the dog was going to die. Okay. Everyone was going to be super sad about that. Dude, I'm going to get really bummed if the dog dies. Despite having not been sad about uh, Grigson. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, Grigson. Nobody cares about Grigson. And you know what I thought was, what I think is, is always really lazy and, and awkward yeah. on that show? When What's they up? try to like tie in to kind of like contemporaneous events that the, oh, sure. the viewer knows yeah, about. Yeah. Like the men in brown shirts and this uh-huh. Herr Hitler and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did some of that too. Dude, you're not watching the program for a history lesson, man. You're watching it for a soap opera that you can feel not guilty about. Exactly. You know? Well, I and feel that's a, what the program. I feel is. a little stupid about, but yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But uh, but we just embrace it now. Uh, that's the sound of Zach refilling his tumbler with uh, with sparkling energy from Rockstar. Uh, anything anything new happening on the Mary front? She's kind of she, stringing those two guys along. I I I feel like I'm. Tony Gillingham. All right, here, I'm just going to talk. Talking about this is a little bit odd to me. Yeah, yeah, okay. She got a new haircut. How is it? It's like really ultra modern and, okay. and, and bobbish. And, and mm. you and I have discussed how we both think that she's like like academically kind of pretty in like the most mannequinish way. Yeah, very mannequin. And everyone acted like she was like, oh my goodness, look at her now. And I was like, yeah, yeah. she just sort of still looks like a computer generated, like, yeah. the, 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 you know, you know what she looks like? Some of all faces. A like, sketch. Like a, like like when you see uh, designers and they're first starting to like design a dress and they sketch like the outline of someone with the dress on, that's kind of what she looks like. Like that me. annoying uh, Ralph Lauren thing they show at the beginning for like 45 minutes yes, before yeah. Downton Abbey. The Ralph Lauren commercial. If I could fight any um, fashion designer, I'd fight Ralph Lauren only mm-hmm. because I've had to sit through that commercial so many times. Also only because he's the only fashion designer whose name comes to mind. But yeah, I would fight him too. What, what about uh, Levi Strauss? <laughs> you know what? You know I would, that guy? I would sucker punch. Yeah, I do. I would sucker punch him in my bedroom, and we'd end up rolling around awkwardly on the bed. <laughs> and then your wife would be like, "What a what night!" A night. Eh? <laughs> I love it, baby. Are there any uh, Downton Abbey kind of subplots that we haven't covered yet? Oh man, let's see the dog. <laughs> the uh, hey, what's the happening? Bolts? What's happening with Carson, Mr. Carson, and uh, and, oh, and Mrs. Man. Hughes? Mr. Mr. Carson wants to buy wants to buy a place with Mrs. Hughes. What? Yeah, after uh, Mrs. Patmore, who by the way is one of the most pesky characters in like all of. Dude, I, I I love Mrs. Patmore, man. I mean, she's nothing compared to uh, to uh, the the Dowager Countess, who should be on yeah. the cover of the freaking Smoking Companion she with should a too. cigar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'd get sued for likeness rights because she's alive. Right. But uh, Mrs. Patmore, you know, bought that cottage. Yeah. And uh, and Carson was like, you know what, uh, Mrs. Hughes, we should do that too as an investment. I just yeah, mean yeah, as an investment. Yeah. But but really, I think when they retire, he's going to uh-huh. want to get married and settle down. Dude, I love it, man. You Dude, know, I, how do you feel about Carson? I, I think, think that great. guy is like, he's kind of one of my heroes, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in that he's. Uh, He's so committed to what he's all about. He, yeah. he never wavers. He's he's uh, 
He's very against change, which yeah. I, uh, as a Baptist minister, also am Absolutely. not a fan yeah, of. Yeah, you embrace that. Yep. <laughs> you embrace being against change. And, <laughs> and uh, I like that show in that they show uh, both the plus and minus of that. They don't yeah, just make them look right. like uh, flat earth idiots. They, they show, no, a lot of this is, is right. people who are There are things there, head- right, worth affirming. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, and, and sometimes it doesn't make sense to change for change's sake, but rather to uh, stop and and take stock. Look at yeah. look at how we're we're learning from the show too. We are, yeah. You know? the, the show, I feel like it raises awareness and it, it <laughs> creates a dialogue. You know, <laughs> kind of like this podcast, really. You know I what mean, we haven't touched on, man? What's that? Is uh, is Mr. Barrow? Barrow, <laughs> dude, Barrow. Who, by the way, that guy who plays Mr. Barrow? Yeah. A can wear the crap out of a fedora. Oh, absolutely. B needs to be the next James Bond. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's so stinking smooth. Yeah, he's very um, smooth. He he like finally breaks. He's a good bad guy though. Yeah. You know, well, really he's, good a, bad. he's a he's he's a but he's that in, in two ways. He's a yeah. good bad guy, but yeah. he's also kind of a good bad guy. Dude, yeah. They're, he, they're, he's very redeemable. And, and this is what I think is is brilliant about the show's writing. They they give you they give you sympathy for Barrow. Just when you think he's despicable and you can't stand him, like they make you care about him. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, he he goes to uh, that Baxter. Okay, remember Baxter? Is that oh, her name? Sure. Yeah, Baxter. And uh, finally asks for help. Okay. Because he's full of these like abscesses where he's been injecting himself with oh. this stuff to make him not gay. Yes. And uh, they finally go to the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, who's like, "Yeah, you're gonna like keep getting these abscesses, and also this stuff's gonna not make you not gay." Because and neither is shocking yourself, right? So maybe stop. Yeah. And he's like, maybe I will. Uh huh. So that was that. Okay. All right. So progress with the Barrow character. Yeah. Yeah. No. I and, and I thought that whole thing was, uh, I don't know. Last night's uh, masterpiece. After that is a show called Grandchester. Okay. Which uh, I love. It's about an Anglican priest who solves crimes. Okay. It was also rather heavy-handed with the kind of social commentary, mm-hmm. predictably left of center. Sure, and uh, and so in, in the, it was like a one-two punch on that on that front. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, all in all, it was one of those episodes where at the end you're like, okay, I, I did watch Downton. Yeah. If I hadn't, I the only thing I'd had to catch up on is why doesn't Edith live here anymore? Yeah, and and Edith being the kind of minor character that she is, it's not a. I mean, it's not a real drive. I wouldn't question. have noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like you should be sad because Edith is sad. I mean, then I'd be sad all the time, man. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I want to see one episode of, of Downton Abbey where Edith just has a really good day. And doesn't get left at the altar. Yeah, she doesn't or... get left at the altar. She doesn't have, have to watch like her kid being raised by somebody else. <laughs> like She has a, just a really good day, you know? <laughs> you know, I don't think that's so in the cards for that? her. can you write that? I mean, can can somebody write that? Why don't we write a little fanfic? We should do a Put little that fan on the, fiction. Oh my yeah. gosh, that would be Oh, funny. that would be so funny. You know what, Zach? That should be... That actually reminds me of something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, soon we're going to be launching uh, a new a new aspect of the Gut Check Press website where you can uh, you can sign up to receive uh, exclusive content from, from Gut Check Press. You can sign up to be part of the Gut Check Army, uh, which we've referred to kind of in, a, in vague generalities over the years, but... Uh, we're formalizing it right now, so plans are uh, talks are happening to formalize that. But uh, it's volunteer basis. There's it's no a draft volunteer army. Yeah, it's not a draft. But I feel like a great thing to be able to offer people would be a, a scene, or maybe even a whole episode of Downton Abbey written by us. Right, and and the it, the kind of army it is is it's more like 
being like Lord Grantham, mm-hmm. you put on the uniform and you do absolutely nothing. And you absolutely do absolutely nothing. Yeah, and then yeah. You, yeah you, it, there's no danger involved in this right. army. If anything, you just sit around and talk a little bit. And you then probably take smoke the some cigars. Off. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and you go to the drawing room for cigars and brandy. Right. And that's that's pretty much the extent of it. You just nailed it right there. So, yeah, that'll be up on the – and that could be something you could – I don't know. We can't. We obviously couldn't sell something like that. But as no. as fan fiction, as fair use and satire – Could we do that as a giveaway? Edith's, Edith's good day. Edith's, Edith's good day. Edith has a good day. That's what I'm calling it. Doggone it. Oh, my gosh. It's great. I'm going to call it Edith the winner. Edith's the pretty one. Edith, Edith wins in the casino. Edith wins. <laughs> And speaking of having a lot of things going on, I feel like uh, nowadays there's a there's a real drive, a real need to be organized, and I feel like there are a lot of products that you can get and a lot of things out there to help uh, to, to help a person stay organized. And Zach, I have to say, and I don't know if you knew that I was going to address this on the air, but you brought your briefcase today, as you often do, and uh, I did. Yeah, all the all the recording equipment came out of that, and as you were taking out the recording equipment, uh, I noticed something, and it looked to me like. Uh, it was a piece of like particle board uh, with a bunch of things sort of lashed to it with uh, with with pieces of elastic and 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 uh, in the the stuff that rips velcro right uh-huh. so you've got you've got things lashed to it like flash drives and and cords and yeah. uh, various sort of recording devices now talk us through what that is and how it came to be that you have a a piece of particle board in your briefcase with stuff lashed to it is that a thing here, I'm glad you saw that, Ted. Yeah. Uh, because I'm fairly proud of it. Okay, and, and don't take this the wrong way, baby. Don't take it like I'm confronting you about it, because I, <laughs> I just want to know more. You're not confronting me uh, with the truth and love or anything. No, I no, just want to is... learn about it. This is a dialogue um, about the journey the that you're on. I, I am rather obsessed with what what has been called life hack websites. Okay. I, I, I love reading through life hacks. Okay. Never implementing really any of them. Any of them, yeah. Uh, productivity websites, yeah. which essentially what they do is kill my productivity because sure. I spend time on on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things I saw in, in kind of that that venture, mm-hmm. that, that part of my life is uh, a product called a Grid It, okay. Which is um, they come in different sizes. It's kind of a piece of of heavy cardstock, okay. covered over in like a felt. Yep. And then there is a grid of elastic bands okay. that are woven into one another. Okay. And they show them with, with in the before and after. Of yeah. Like yeah. Here it is case. empty, and then here it yeah, is. Here yeah. Here is you know, and there's you know hard drives and and you know dongles and adapters and cords and all these yeah. things. And and here's the thing. I looked at that and I said I have to have this. Of course. Yeah. And then I went on the website, and guess how much. I don't even know. I, T- I guess no. how much you think it should be. I feel like it based should on be the description. Fifteen bucks. So did I. Okay. <laughs> Sixty. Sixty. And you oh. know what I thought? Yeah. Thought I can make that. There you go. Because I'm Dutch. Because you're an industrious guy. Yes. And you're you're a creative guy, and you live near a Michaels. <laughs> Actually, right. I also live near a Joanne's, etc. Oh, etc. Which is where I got the uh, the Velcro, or not the Velcro, the uh, the elastic for okay. that. Okay, all right. Uh, and so I, I I actually had some plywood, yeah. some thin plywood in my basement. I've been in your do. workshop down yeah. there, and you have a nice Chinese lantern down there as well. <laughs> so I turned out the Chinese lantern, a little ambiance, just to set a little mood. You know, yeah, because the, the the kind of Japanese culture is all about minimalism and kind of like organizing it, too. And you put on a kimono it's and. Kind of, it's kind of a zen thing that yeah, I it is. So I put on a kimono. Okay, I like it. Given to me by Brian McLaren. <laughs> and I uh, 
I love it. And I, I nailed down mm-hmm. with, with like furniture tacks. Okay. These and here's the other thing, Ted. I yeah. don't know if you if you you didn't get a good look at it because no, I, I kind of no, sheepishly a, closed it up. Just a glance, a sidelong glance. When I cut the uh, rather expensive uh, elastic, yeah, it started to fray. So I took a soldering gun and I I kind of melted go. it all down. Gosh, that's resourceful. Then I nailed it all down. Okay. <laughs> and I wrapped it all together. And, and I yeah. gotta say, I, I I was able to plan it around my own devices. Okay. So it does good. perfectly fit my devices. It's like and custom. It perfectly yeah. fits in my briefcase. Yeah. Um. And when I was done, okay. uh, I I picked it up, and it was about ten times heavier than I thought it would be. Sure. Uh. And it, honestly, I I carry it in that briefcase as penance for having made it, because <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, it wound up costing like twenty nine dollars. Sure. In materials. How many How many man hours do you got into that into that thing now? Well, one man times uh, maybe two hours. Okay. So two. <laughs> Hey, I love it, and, and you know what I love about it? I, I just love the the seed of an idea. You know, you're a you're a visionary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're a guy who you get an idea and you you got to see it through. You know, and uh, and I like that. I admire that. Zach, do we have time for anything else here on the program? I know one of the things we talked about, and this this could end up being something we do in this episode, or it could be a teaser for another. Uh, we talked about doing uh, a bit where we watch an old CCM video from the '80s. Uh, we comment about it. Uh, we record the commentary, and then that'll be something that the listeners could play over the video uh, for themselves as as they watch, and they can listen to our commentary over the over the video. Is that I, something we're going to pursue today? I think that maybe we, what we ought to do is do that yeah. next time, okay? And and say to the the uh, gut check army here, okay? Um, a sign up, yeah. B, let us know what crappy. 1980s or early 90s yeah. contemporary Christian music video. Yep. Send us YouTube links. Yep. Either uh, info at gutcheckpress.com or uh, on the Facebook comments that are right underneath the, this uh, podcast. Yep. And and we will uh, we've done this before, but yeah. nobody was privy to it but us. Exactly. Yeah. We're gonna we're releasing this to the world. We did we did this on a, uh, when we had our own uh, uh, video podcast kind mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. that didn't really take. Yeah. It's called Pastor Zach's Basement. Mm. And uh, we shot a few episodes, and I don't remember. I think it didn't take because somebody got mad about it, and we felt guilty about it, and we stopped doing that it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. got mad about the trailer for it, which consisted of you and me walking, walking downstairs. Walking downstairs. Which yeah. is shocking, though. It really is. I mean, well, we and we down... should have known better than to walk downstairs on camera. What happened was that we walked downstairs, and then uh, I just turned around and sucker punched you, and then we rolled around <laughs> a little bit on a bed. Yeah. There, there happened to be a bed just right there. It was yeah. a futon. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, a futon yeah. can turn into a bed. Exactly. So after you sucker punched me, I folded carefully down the foods on, and then, <laughs> and then, and then the guy who was filming it was like, "What a night!" And what then we night. just canned the whole project, and that was the end of it. That was the end of it. And you know what? That's the end of this as well. Uh, have a great day. Thanks for listening, and look for Edith has a great day coming soon from Gotcha.